Today on The Good Word, we're talking about places and things with multiple uses and many reasons behind them. I didn't go to a lot of sporting events growing up, so it took me a while to realize that stadiums have multiple purposes. You can attend a basketball game one week, then go back to the very same building the next week for a concert. And one time, it turned into an ice rink for hockey. So it took me a little bit of time, but I realized that the same building could hold all of these same events deliberately multi-purpose. Many events and situations, not just an object or a location, can have multiple purposes. After Elisha returned from taking on the mantle of Elijah and that responsibility as God's prophet, Elisha was met by men from Jericho seeking a miracle. Though the land should have been able to support their city, there was no water. In 2 Kings chapter 2, Elisha performed his first miracle as the prophet, saving them temporally and teaching spiritually. And he said, Bring me a new cruise, and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of waters, and cast the salt in there, and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters, there shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. So the waters were healed unto this day, according to the saying of Elisha, which he spake. This was Elisha's first big public act as prophet. The people of Jericho had a very simple problem, with no water. Elisha's solution was equally straightforward. He brought forth water from barren springs. The need for water is fundamental. All of us in mortality need it to survive. Elisha's use of the Lord's power for a worldly problem, a temporal problem, was completely appropriate. To God, there's no difference between spiritual and physical needs. But Elisha's miracle has a deeper meaning than just fresh water. Centuries before Jesus Christ would perform his own miracles, the prophets of God were teaching the people how to recognize their coming Savior. The New Testament writers devoted a lot of space on the page to how the Savior had been predicted in earlier scriptures, often pointing out symbols that refer to the Redeemer. No particular writer used this miracle of Elisha's to provide evidence of the coming Savior, but some of those same symbols apply. For example, salt typically makes water less useful for humans, but Elisha used it to heal the waters. Jesus used salt as a metaphor during his ministry to refer to his disciples preparing the world for his coming, just as he calls himself the water of life. The water in Elisha's miracle restored the land, but only once the salt had been added to that barren spring. The Lord's work is a collaboration between heaven and earth, and the people of God prepare the way for the coming of the Lord, who does the real work of restoring life to the earth and her inhabitants. Of course, that's just one interpretation of this miracle. It could simply be the record of a mighty work by one of God's prophets, with no deeper meaning than that. But the scriptures reward looking closely at what might seem to be a simple story on the surface. The Word of God has been studied for centuries by millions, but continue to have messages for us living today. One passage might mean something different today than it did yesterday, which is just one reason why God's people have been asked to study His Word continually. The more we learn about God, the more we find meaning in His many purposes, both for the earth and for us. And that's the good word.